The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Oh, yeah! This is the Cigar Authority. Have uh, you any imported cigars? The authority on everything cigar in and out of the cigar industry. It's time to light them up. Smoke if you got them. It's time for the Cigar Authority. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, July 13th, 2019. Mr. Jonathan and Barry are sitting this one out. And today, Ed Sullivan is changing his name to Ed Salavino <laughs> because it's the Cigar Authority Italian style. Michael Capolini from Toscano Cigars are here. And um, he has uh, a new cigar we're going to talk about. There's food. We're doing this Italian style. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 10th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand anytime or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Welcome back, Michael Capolini from Toscano. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. It's awesome. Uh, you spent uh, a few days here with us already and yeah. uh, launching a new cigar. Uh, so let's get to it right away. Sure. Uh, cigar number one. Uh, Ed, what do we have here? Well, today's first cigar is Toscano Stil Novo, manufactured in Italy. By Toscano. The size is six and a half by 40. The wrapper is USA Kentucky with the binder Italian and the fillers Italian, but aged four years. It's not part of the Cigar Authority care package. The price of these is three for $22.99 or five three packs, that's 15 cigars, for $99.99. That's a savings of almost $15 or 13% off on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. There you go. So awesome. did, he, did he say everything right? He did. I'm really impressed, actually. Solvino seats suits you well, and I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking, okay, well, maybe Silvio's a good name, or how about Salvio? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Sullivan and a Silvio. Salvino. Salvino. <laughs> you call me whatever you like, Dave. <laughs> so still Novo is something that you showed at the trade show we were just yes. at, yes. and um, we're launching it now. So yep. this is a brand new thing that's not part of the Cigar Authority care package. We'll get to that cigar later on uh, in the next half hour um, because this was brand new and yes. it didn't exist there. But here is a certainly different package. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's fairly interesting. I mean, the whole cigar, and it's we called it the Stil Novo after Dante Alighieri's movement during the Renaissance period, Stil Novo, which actually means new style. So this ah. this cigar in particular was was perfect to, to be named the Stil Novo, and I'll get into that in a minute as to what the differential is between most of, most Toscano cigars and the Stil Novo, but yeah. So what makes it special is that you put a binder on the cigar. Correct, and the the additional special thing that we uh, that that we incorporated into the cigar is the filler. We usually use mid medium fill. This has a long fill. Okay, so we have a long fill premium cigar. Here. Correct. So wrapper, filler, binder, Correct. long filled. Uh, Premium as, premium as it gets. 
when we look at it, somebody may not think this is so premium. Of course. Because of the look of it. But yep. this is part of the thing of the it cigar is. that you look at it and you may say, uh, this does not look like a regular cigar. Right. But it is a regular cigar. I, I urge you to please try it. We did this before in a care package before, and people who never tried a cigar, a Toscano cigar before, tried it, and we, they, and I, and I saw this in the past couple of days with you that you turn heads. Yeah, you turn the people. You can see that they have this look of, oh, I'm not going to like this, and then they try it. So this is a cigar you must try. It is. It really is. It, it Toscano, Toscano in general. That argument's twofold. So you know, when when our team looks at Toscano, we see the fact that it's so rustic. Look, I'll never use the word ugly, by the okay. way. Rustic. It's so rustic looking. That's an opportunity for us. Yeah, because that's an immediate. You know, their eyes go right to it, and they're like, "Well, what what is that?" You know. And then the second opportunity that we foresee is how unique the cigar is. It's like nothing else really that's in this market. Um, you're talking, like you said, Dave, it's a premium uh, premium tobacco cigar. And uh, when when people hear the historical significance of it and who smoked it and and how yeah. this is how this is done and the and the labor intensive process that goes into. Uh, making the cigar itself, it's it's phenomenal. It really is, and and it does, like you said, it kind of turns people. I don't turn heads, not for the right reason. Yeah, anyway, yeah. I would start there, but the cigar itself does. I, I watch it in front of my eyes, of yeah. you know, and, and know the customers because you did this in our own store. And here's a guy that's no way. I'm looking at him, and you could just see there's no way. Also, that it's going to be, and he lights up, and the next thing you know, questions come in, and he likes it, and then goes buys it yep. after. And the beauty of a Toscano cigar, and I'll tell you, there's some in my glove compartment. There's some in all kinds of aspects. Me and Ed Sullivan were at a um, at a trade show yeah. for podcasting, a podcasting trade show, and they, we ended up having a break. And then we look outside, and there's people sitting around smoking cigarettes in this outside little area. Then, mm-hmm. oh my god, I wish I had a cigar. And I opened my zip bag, and I go, I got a cigar, but I only have one. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to do? And he says, well, you got it. Don't worry about it. And I said, no, no, no. It's a Toscano, but I don't have a cutter on me. Uh-huh. And I said, I don't know if this is going to work. And yeah. Ed, took, Ed videotaped it, actually, when I, I did it. And I hold my fingers close together, and I broke it. Yeah. And was that the best cigar ever? Because it was we the best. listen, we didn't have a cigar, <laughs> no. and all of a sudden we have two yeah, cigars. Two. Fantastic! And, and it's like we, magic. And oh. it was a short break, so yeah. it was the perfect size for us in that situation. And, sure. And you look, you, we, we're gonna we're gonna break it, uh, cut it in a minute. We'll use a, a cutter and cut the cigar. But now it looks like you only have a little stub of a cigar left. Mm-hmm. It's amazing the length of time that this thing smokes. Yep. It looks like it's it's a five, ten minute smoke, and you're going to get a half hour yeah. out of this thing. Yeah. So let's see if we do. Yeah, if, sure. if, you, if you don't mind, take it out Absolutely. of the packaging. Yeah, so it's you right You know, here. we're actually getting some uh, commentary from our chat groups. Yeah. Glenn Roberts says, thanks to the care package for introducing me to Toscano Cigars. They are now in my smoking rotation. And that's what you're looking for, right? That's exactly what we're looking for. Just, just get in the rotation. Uh, get them, throw some in the glove compartment. I promise you, you're going to be so happy someday yeah. that all of a sudden you have these cigars and you didn't have another cigar. Let's say even the wintertime in New England or something, you're sitting in traffic because a snowstorm happened or something mm-hmm. like that. Oh my God, you're sitting there. and Over on YouTube, Jason R. says, I've been smoking a bunch of Toscano Classicos since we got them from the show. So okay. A lot of times it's just about people trying it. Look Absolutely. at this. Check this out. Um, Jesus. Nice box, and this is a a pack of cigars, which is three cigars that are in this pack, 
and um, one underneath the two, mm-hmm. the two, and mm-hmm. a little cradle underneath. I think the packaging is beautiful. Yeah, they did a great job. And, you know, the packaging on your other stuff that, you know, looks like a little five-pack that you right. would buy, it, 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 I think, pays the service to what the product is because you look at the other products that are packed like that, and that's part of the thing yeah. that gets there. So uh, right. here we go. All right, awesome. Um, so you're going to have to cut two because we sure. have Ed Sullivan, so we have three people. I'm happy to do that. Uh, but our cutting is brought to you today by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal <laughs> S-chip tax. Good job there. And actually lower them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. excellence. Speaking of excellence, that is an excellent cutter. Isn't that cool? Yep. Yeah, it's one of the old-fashioned ones. That's uh, a true guillotine. It sure is. Yeah. So... Please don't try this at home with your regular cigars <laughs> no. because you cut a cigar in half and you don't have two cigars. You have no cigars <laughs> That's correct. at that point. That's correct. But on this, you have two cigars. It's, it's, a, it's a baked-in, locked-in type of wrapper that happens here. Yep. So I'm giving it a little taste before I light the cigar. And there's subtle, and I would say even more subtle than normal, of the barbecue mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. of... Um, fire cured taste or um, mesquite. Right. Well, and again, you, you have to consider that the majority of this cigar is Italian tobacco. So the differential, one of our differentials of tobacco that we have here in the United States, we do fire cure with the hickory wood. So it does give that mesquite mm. barbecue molasses um, sensation. And then in Italy, we fire cure with oak. So it's a much more mild, little, little bit, almost like mm. a heavy uh, creamy creaminess yep. on your palate. So the Italian tobacco here, like like Ed said, the and then the, the additional... Um, refiner to the cigar is the fact that the filler itself is aged for four years. Mm. So obviously the longer, the, the longer the aging, the smoother that you're going to sure. get. So that's, that's the, that's a big differential for the cigar. Four, year four years. So yeah. post roll, essentially it's, it, you're looking at a five year age cigar. It's pretty impressive. Okay. Yep. All right. Let's give it a light today. Sure. We're going to use the vertigo comet, uh, the new cigar from new cut, uh, lighter from uh, lighter ink cutter actually, uh, from Vertigo because it has two jets, a flip-out bullet punch on there, the patented big-ass tank, according to Mr. Jonathan, who's not here, a little window on the side to show, which I always like to show so I can top it off if I have to before I, I do the show to make sure we don't run out of gas. And um, full metal jacket on this thing. Looks like a high-end lighter, twenty four ninety nine. How do you beat that? And if you notice the color that I chose here today on this lighter, it's to match the exact packaging of it. the Toscano. I love it. Silnovo. Yep. It's a deep red. Very nice. High, elegant looking. And to me, and we say rustic and the cigar is rustic looking and stuff, it's beautiful to me. Yeah. I grew up with this cigar. I know sure. this cigar well. And uh, I always liked what it looked like, and I was a fan of, and you brought it up a little earlier, that um, you'd be surprised of who smokes these cigars. Um, You know, you watch the Spaghetti Wesses and Clint Clint East with with the little cigar in there, and and there he was. That that was the cigar. Yep. We're actually going to be smoking that very cigar later. Okay. That's the cigar that you provided in the care package. All right. And um, you were mentioning yesterday, and I didn't know it, that uh, Colombo. Yeah. Yeah, Colombo. Actually, if you look into our uh, our official, can you guys hear me? Okay, by the oh, way, yeah. because I moved it a little bit. We had the discussion. Okay. I didn't want to light the microphone up. Yeah. So, um, we, you know, we had this discussion yesterday that, and if you go ahead and look at our Toscano book, uh, there is a picture of Colombo smoking a Toscano Classico. So, I mean, he smoked a, a, 
a large array of cigars. Yeah. But you, he had he had been seen with with Colombo or with the Toscano Classico in it. Yeah. So, but you know, I don't know if you wanted to, if I if I had a, an opportunity, maybe to tell a quick synopsis of Please. the story of Toscano. I know sure. that we did this the last time I was on That's the show, right. but you know, the historical significance of Toscano is incredible. Uh, the the cigar itself was 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 a mistake, believe it or not. What started out as an absolute catastrophe turned out to be one of the stronger brands, if not the strongest brand in the world. Um, in 1815, we had harvested a bunch of uh, ten- Kentucky, what is now Kentucky, Tennessee seed, uh, right outside of Florence, and a massive rainstorm came and soaked the tobacco. For those who are aficionados, wet tobacco isn't always a good thing. But we had very optimistic tobacconists at that time, and one of them just said, you know what, let's just let the tobacco sit in the sun and see what happens. They did just that, and it started to ferment, naturally ferment. Sure. It's like when you cut your, your lawn and you dump out the, the clippings and the dew sets at night, and then the sun hits it in the morning, gets real hot, and you start to smell the fermentation, the, the ammonia. Mm. In fact, downstairs earlier, a gentleman asked me, do you add ammonia into your fermentation process? Do you add it? I, Yes. So, and, and I, I said no because yeah. we, we don't. It's naturally, it's naturally fermented. The, the 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 ammonia scent that you get is the natural fermentation process sure. taking place. Um, but it still wasn't pliable enough. So they had uh, uh, the tobacconist had a choice to make: either go tell Duke Ferdinand at that point, hey. We lost a lot of tobacco. In those days, the guillotine would he, be used in a different reason. That's correct. You'd be dragged into the city city center, which is not where you want it to be. Yeah. Or one gentleman just said, you know what? I have a barn. Let me clear it out. I'll drape some strings in the barn. We'll put the tobacco over those strings and light a fire underneath it. That'll maybe make the tobacco a little bit more pliable. Sure enough, that was the day that uh, Kentucky, Tennessee seed, Sigaro Toscano tobacco was born. There we go. Look yep. at that. Yep. And we're talking 200 years. 204, to be precise. <laughs> Two- 1815 was the first cigar that was ever rolled. Then 1818 was the, the anniversary of the very first mass production for the peninsula of Italy. So they had, you know, they rolled these cigars. That's kind of why these cigars look like they do. Somebody asked me that the one day, and ultimately they were just rolling the cigars fast to, to, sure. to make something to get rid of them. And that's why Sigaro Toscano Cigars has this, has this shape. And... Uh, they made it for the mass populace. The mass populace fell in love with it. Then Duke Ferdinand wanted to know why all his people were smoking this particular cigar. He started smoking it. Mm. So 1818, they started to mass produce. And then you fast forward to today in 2019, we're in 67 different countries. And last year we sold uh, around 230 million sticks. 230 million cigars. <laughs> yeah. So that, And he said one of the biggest cigar brands in the world, 230 million of Toscano. So did you understand that relative to the premium cigar market in the U.S., which is a little over 300 million? Yeah. Hmm. You're almost there. Yeah. Yeah. By and yourself. That's right. And that's, yeah. that's why Toscano has its, certainly has its place here in the American market. Absolutely. You know? And so. you, you got to give it a try. If you're a premium cigar, this is certainly a premium product. But maybe somebody would have looked at it and said, okay, it's a wrapper and filler. It doesn't even have a binder on it. I'm not going to call it premium. It's sure to fill tobacco in there. It's not a premium. Here is the premium. Yeah. Long fill, wrapper, filler, binder. That, that's what, you know, if, if you were to call something a premium cigar and hand rolled. Yes. Yeah, hand rolled by our 40 female cigar rollers in Luca. And I'm actually glad you actually mentioned that because that was going to be my next uh, okay. segue in. You know, our hand rollers in Luca, are actually, they're, they're phenomenal. You know, let me start by saying without them, Toscano cigars is nothing. Uh, they are responsible for 500 cigars per day per roller. Which is a lot. <laughs> it's, Usually it's a pair doing about 300. Correct. And in this case, but if you look at the cigar, you can imagine they can do 500. Yeah, if you were at IPCPR and you watched Valentina, the cigar roller that yes. was there, it's amazing. It's like in 20 seconds she rolls the entire cigar. I sat there for 45 minutes trying to do it and mine looked, <laughs> it was just terrible. 
terrible. Yeah, this is what they do. And that's interesting. At this IPCPR trade show, uh, you, you have in retailers around the world that are there, every manufacturer is their presence. And there was one roller at the entire 250 trade show booths that were there. And there was one roller, and that was Toscano, yep. which was beautiful because the thought process is that this is almost doesn't belong. And, right. and the fact of the matter is it does belong, and you, do, you must try this. Yeah. You must try if you're if you're a premium cigar smoker. You must try this, uh, or you're doing a disservice because you you're basically looking at it and saying no, this is not. Right. And I'm telling you, as a cigar authority, this is a premium cigar. Right. And I, the past few days, I chain smoking them. So <laughs> uh, that's I'm, I'm, that's good. Yeah, it's a great little cigar. One right. of, one of the gentlemen downstairs when I was discussing the cigar with him, I was one of your employees. We were sitting and we were chit chatting, and and you know he made a great point, and it's something that I try to tell people every time they touch a Toscano cigar, light it up. We're selling the experience, not the cigar. Mm. Toscano cigars is an experience. You're, the second you pick up one of our cigars, you're 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 picking up 204 years of, of historical significance. Our cigar rollers alone come from the majority of them come from lineage that starts in 1815 of female cigar rollers. So their grandmother passed it down to their right. mother, who passed it down to them, who they'll pass down to their daughter. It's phenomenal. Yeah, and it's 204 years. Right. I mean, there's not a lot of companies that can say that. No. Never mind. Um, no, a wonderful product. I I've never been to Italy myself. I plan on going one of these days. We'll I'm going to go, that, but. When you go into a store in Italy and you want a cigar, you don't ask for a cigar. Mm -hmm. You ask Toscano. The particular Toscano that you're looking for, too. Over there, the brand recognition is so... If you go in and say a Toscano, the guy will say, ma quale? Which one? The whole wall behind you is all the different Toscanos that Everything. you have. And, and usually people have their two or three that they consistently smoke day in and day out, and they'll go in and they'll get, and they'll get those. But it is synonymous to the word cigar. Yes. Oh, 100%. Yes. That instead of saying cigar, yeah. even if they don't mean that brand, right. it's Toscano. It's Q-tips, right? It's Well, I mean, listen, 97% market share in Italy. Wow. <laughs> so that'll that'll do that when you have that that large of a market share in any country. So Well, 97%. Yeah, talk, yeah. talk about a monopoly. That's yeah. Yeah, awesome, and, right? they, and they fight tooth and nail for that last three percent. Right, every, every, everybody else everybody, is three percent. Yep, yep. Everybody for the three yep. percent. So pro probably not uh, what they what they want to do. So interesting what you did with the cigar. Yes, uh, I, the people that listen to the show have, have been trying, hearing me saying, "I would love to take up drinking." <laughs> And uh, I don't want a fruity, girly type of drink. I want to be a man's man and have a scotch with the guys. I hate what it tastes like. Yeah. And I've, over, over the past year or so, I've been trying all these different things. And until yesterday, I found a drink. And I think it's a guy's drink that I actually liked what it tastes like. Yeah. And I like the whole experience of what you do. So is that something we can do here? Oh, my goodness. Absolutely, we can do that. All right. And I have to say, I'm going to give credit to our... Uh Business expansion director Belinda Doyle, whom is who has worked hand in hand. Oh, she already made it for us. You, it's already made. Oh, oh, that's all right. Then we'll just add in the Woodford. Then that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. We'll come that. on up. Say hi to everybody up there. Belinda Doyle <laughs> over here. <laughs> Thank you, B. <laughs> the cigar not may not be pretty, but Belinda Doyle is pretty. <laughs> Dave, let me have your Di Serono there so I can... Okay. So, yeah, we've been working on a couple different partnerships with a couple different companies, and, and Di Serono is actually one of them that we just uh, that we just decided to partner with, and it's in the beginning stages, and we're really enjoying it. So, uh, Belinda had a discussion with the team at Di Serono, and then, the, you know, between she, myself, and the team at Di Serono, 
uh, we came up with an idea. Belinda loved the one drink that they, they called it the Godfather, correct? Which is the, the Godfather is Di Sorono and your favorite bourbon or whiskey. So I, I, we were talking about it and she said, you know, Michael, we should do a smoked bourbon, like something like that. So we were going back and forth on how to do that. We had the smoking device. It worked. But, and then I said to her the one day, I said, why don't, why don't we just teach everybody how to smoke their drink with Toscano smoke? Mm. And that's what you saw happen yesterday. And boy, did it work. Yeah, it did. People were like, wow, that's incredible. It changed the taste of it. Mm-hmm. It, it changed the taste if you just taste it, and then if you smoke it along with the cigar, and then actually if you smoke it, all those things end up changing Absolutely. The, fl- the flavor of it. And yeah. I like them all the way through. Yeah. The cherryness, everything that ends up yeah. happening to this. It's a nice drink. I, our buddy Gary Marino's here. Gary, this is something. He's not a big drinker himself either, and um, this was actually delicious. Yeah, it is. It's interesting. And you said, you said you're not into you know, a lot of floral drinks or stuff yeah. like that, which is understandable, but this is the best of both worlds. Okay. It's like smoking a Toscano Stil Novo. You get the best of both worlds right. for tobaccos, the American and the Italian. Here so. we go. So do you like that it. little segue? Yeah, I, I do. Okay. I love it. So you know, essentially what we'll talk about right now is real fast. I, I'd like to, to hear from you, Dave, what you're kind of getting on this cigar right now, because my palate knows what to look for. Well, it, as I said that... A regular Toscano, you're getting so much more mesquite than it's happening here. Um, and I smoked this cigar as the half, yep. and I smoked it as the whole. Right. Um, and I think I prefer cut in half. Yeah. That um, it's more robust. You know, a, rob- a, a robust cigar. If you get a Churchill or a Robusto, it's more robust. Hence sure. the name Robusto or something. That's what happens here, that I'm getting more flavor as opposed to building up to right. the flavor of it. So I'm getting flavors already. It's smooth. You, you know, the difference between the other ones and this is the aging that's happening yeah. here. So it's it's mellowed it out. Yep. yep. Uh, I, I, I get some sweetness from this that I don't get from some of the other mm-hmm. ones. And it's sort of a dried fruit almost on the on, uh, finish. Yeah, that's what you should get. That's exactly what the, the flavor profile describes. Dried fruit, maybe hints of molasses from the, the hickory from the American, the, the wrapper itself. So that's that's actually perfect. Yeah. That's what we look for. Very nice. You know? So, uh, yeah, essentially, real fast, the reason that I like to cut the Stil Novo in half is for exactly what you just said. You really get the immediate sensation of what the cigar is. Not that, you know, smoking it whole is, is great too, but that when you cut it in half, you immediately understand, wow, this is the Stil Novo. Yeah. I can taste it. I understand it, you know. And, and it also, uh, it opens up the cigar too, which I love. Mm. You know, you really get a nice draw on it when it's cut in half, and it, it's just, it's fantastic. So. And you're buying a, ba- a pack of three. Now you get six. You cut them in half, and you get more. It's like when I, when I go for pizza and they cut them in six, I say cut them in eight. <laughs> I get more. <laughs> so, you know, it's more a placebo effect yeah, than anything, it. but at the end of the day, it works. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I figured maybe we do a pairing or two on the show. You know, I yeah. thought that would be fun. Let's do it. And I've been eyeing up your mother's lemon. Ah, too, so we'll have to, we'll have to, you know, we'll have to do that next. So again, as you're smoking the cigar, you get ex- exactly that: the roasted fruits, a nice smooth, you know, hints of wood, almost, almost a, a roasted leather. As ridiculous as that sounds, there's a little bit of a, a leather, a roasted leather uh, uh, profile to it. So you know, the first thing I want to do is I want to combat the. Uh, we're going to take a puff of the cigar, yeah. Have a sip of the alcohol. And then a puff of the cigar, and I'm, we're going to show you like a little bit of magic as to what happens. So All right. I wish everybody else listening was doing this. Yeah, but this is taped anyway. So go to your store, get the Toscano Still Novo, and then watch the show again and do this as you're watching the show, the repeat of the show. 
so you can actually do this too, because you're going to yeah. be you're going to be blown away with what's, what's going to happen. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. So all right, Dave uh, and Ed, let's go ahead and take a nice big puff of the cigar. And again, letting it sit on your palate. You're understanding the cigar. You're getting those leathery notes, the yeah. fruits. Now go ahead and take a quick sip of the alcohol. And then another puff of the cigar. Riveting radio. <laughs> <laughs> but it's awesome. You got to do, if you were doing this with me, you'd, you'd, you'd get it. It really is. So now the second, the second puff of the cigar has mellowed much more. Much. It's, an, it's almost a notch or two down. Yep. And you really get the oakiness of it. And you're going to get little hints of the cherry from the Di Sirono. Yeah. Little hints of the cherry from the Di Sirono. So now we're going to go ahead and do the opposite. We're going to have a sip of the alcohol, a puff of the cigar, and then a sip of the alcohol. So the reverse effect is going to happen. Yeah. Now the alcohol should take a step down in, in, in intensity. So take a, a sip of the alcohol. I forgot what I was doing there. Here we go. <laughs> nice note. Ch the cherry notes from the, the Amaretto. Yep. Puff of the cigar. Seem to be stronger now, the cherry notes. And then another sip of the alcohol. Now the alcohol, you should get cherry and very, it's like a, a we say in Italian, una bomba di zucchero, a, a bomb of sugar. Yeah, you really taste the sweetness be. from the di Serono. Yeah. And that happens because the tobacco, the power of Toscano tobacco in general, it's higher in nicotine because of the, the, the seed itself. Tennessee, Kentucky seed is a stronger seed. So match that with the fire curing process that we have it really brings out the cigar itself it, it's two i've had two different drinks in the same glass right now yeah. because of uh incorporating the cigar into it first becomes a whole different cigar yeah yeah and, and like you said yesterday and i mean you saw it firsthand and you explained it very well and i always appreciate your your enthusiasm for toscano a lot of people look at me at first and they're like nah he's full of it there's no way and then they do it and they're like wow it was so fun watching sitting back and watching you do it because i was really paying attention to the consumer right and all of a sudden getting it yeah. and boom the light went off mm -hmm. and everybody understood it and that's why you have to try listener you have to uh do this yep. and you'll understand it. It's a life changer. That's yeah. what I say. You know, yeah. when coming to cigar smoking, it's a life changer. It's a different pace smoke. And like we said, like the gentleman on uh, YouTube or the, 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 when he wrote in before said, you know, it's, it's put in his rotation and that's exactly what we yeah. look for. So now we're going to do something even more fun. All right. We're going to smoke the drink. Yeah. So this is what we discussed before. Yeah. So smoking the drink actually is what really enhances the alcohol itself. So when you smoke the Di Serono and I chose Woodford Reserve simply because it's my my favorite okay um when you smoke this particular drink you should immediately when you when you take the first sip after smoking it get the chair like cherry is just going to overtake your entire yeah. palate and yeah. then as you let it sit on your palate the smoke itself from the cigar you're going to start to taste the notes again of the roasted fruit um obviously you're going to get a little bit of roasted cherry almost so and it, and it does happen but why does it happen because again your palate is trying to understand where to go your your both your nasal palate and your mouth palate so when you start with the strong tobacco the alcohol kind of washes that tobacco off your palate, and then the, the, the alcohol overtakes the tobacco on the second draw. Because the best one of the three different drinks 
all in the same glass, yeah. it's the same drink, is after I smoke it, right. I like it the best at that point. The right. sherry is bright, right. and now it's delicious. Well, and again, you'll see when we when we do this, I'm going to smoke it shortly, uh, you'll see as we're, as we're smoking it, um, the smoke actually tends to change color a little bit. It almost picks up a yellowish color because it is taking the alcoholic vapors out. It's, mm. the, the smoke is being infused with the alcoholic vapor. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do that. All right. I'm going to have to move this a little bit to make this work properly. You blow the smoke inside the glass. Those that are just listening and watching, I did mine too. Then putting your hand over the top of it and letting it sit in there and swishing the, mixing it up basically, yep. moving it around a little bit, mixing it into it, yep. the smoke into it. Then when you take your hand off the top, actually, the smoke actually pours out, and it's a pretty cool, it's a cool drink for Halloween, right? It is, and it's, yeah. you know, it's almost a great conversation piece too. So go ahead and take a sip. Yeah, and the immediate it, it, sweetness in the cherry—that's all you really taste. You don't even and, taste the and no the alcohol. No, that's that's it. It's crazy. The alcohol Which, is gone, but know, it's, but it's there, and you're still going to get the buzz if that's right. what you're looking for, right? Could be dangerous. Delicious. Proceed with caution. Right. Those who want to do it later. It, so. Is it going to hurt it if I put ice in it? If I had it on no, the rocks? No, no. The so it's cool. I actually tried that um, two days ago. When you put the ice on it, uh, it actually the smoke sits a little bit more. It's almost like the dry ice effect. The the, the the smoke sits on top of the drink a little because the the coolness from the ice and the heat from the smoke actually kind of interact with each other. It's like you're watching a, a thunderstorm form in your glass. Wow, yeah. it, it, it's a, really amazing that yeah. the, the same glass of alcohol ends up tasting three different ways depending on it's crazy. when you end up smoking, smoking the cigar. Yeah. And now that I smoked it, is it is it been smoked and that's all there is no, to it? So I got to hit it once in a you, while? You can hit it once in a while because, okay. again, your palate's going to start to go back. The longer the smoke sits on your palate, your palate's going to readjust to smoke rather than alcohol. So you want to keep going back and forth. And This is 95% of the fun Yeah, right here. You know, one of my favorite things, and my girlfriend's in the audience, she'll tell you, I just love to sit and I love to just try things left and right. Just, you know, I want to go to a cigar bar and order this drink and then do it, and everybody's going to look around like this guy's crazy or something. But I bet I could sell a whole bunch of these drinks. I bet you could. It's really, really good. I bet you could. It's really good. All right, uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to light up a different Toscano, uh, one without the binder leaf. And uh, see how much that change in flavors, the draw, the overall experience, what happens. Uh, we'll check and learn from Michael uh, when we come back. We're live at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, 
full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper. Rich and bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice. And available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum. Competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm-hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. 
Padrón Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. As some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. Bubbles, bubbles. I'm J.R. Dominguez. Thank you for listening to the Cigar Authority. We're back. We're smoking Toscano, still Novo. This is the new Toscano. We're launching it right now. It's something different uh, with Mike Capellini from Toscano Cigars. And uh, we paired it up with alcohol. Uh, what I'd like to do now is actually see what the difference is of another Toscano. So uh, I'm going to put this down as much as I like it. I think I'll blow smoke in one more time <laughs> into, into the drink. And while you do that, Dave, I just want to go ahead and, and thank, you know, yourself and, and your team here at Two Guys. You, you know, we've been here for the past three days. And it's really phenomenal to to see how enthusiastic you yourself and your entire team are about our cigar. And it says a lot um, about you as a retailer because ultimately without you, Toscano is nothing. Well, it's something to be excited about. You're bringing something back into, you know, I grew up in an Italian household. This is where my grandfather smoked. Uh, I always loved them. Every once in a while, I'd get one and, you know, uh, have it and smoke it and enjoy it and every once in a while actually a craving of mm-hmm. this type of cigar that you have um and it, something needed to happen in this country to actually appreciate it and i think that the new packaging and the and the, everything that you're doing out there you and belinda going around and actually introducing it to the united states basically is going to make the change of it i'll tell you uh, other retailers that are listening to this uh you guys came with an experience this is what happened in here uh an italian experience putting prosciuttos and cheeses and olives out um with with the cappuccinos and mm-hmm. and the pairing of the thing a wonderful thing to walk into yeah that you know sometimes you, you go into a store and it's like oh here's another rep trying to sell me something to right. try a cigar that's supposedly different than everybody else's this is a cigar that's different than everybody else the event is different than everybody else i enjoyed myself very much well that's good and i and i saw that in the faces of the consumers that went in there so uh if there's a retailer out there listening and wants to participate in something like this how do they get a hold of you to do this well again the the first step is definitely i, I want to go ahead and give a shout out to the miami cigar company team because they're the they're our distributors they've yeah. been mass distributing our product for uh you know the past three years or so so you can reach out to uh anyone from miami cigar or directly out to Belinda and I, and we'll put you in contact with the proper people. 
Okay. And you can find us on Instagram, and uh, that's you know that's the best way to get through us. All right. And, and I, I urge you to do it. It's something different. You, you want to spark up your retail store and have uh, uh, people coming into an experience, which is what you want to do in retail. Uh, it's an experience. It's something different, and it was pretty awesome. So uh, what do you want? You want some limoncello? Why not? Let's start with the limoncello, and then we'll do another pairing with the, uh, the Woodford Reserve, too. Okay. So our, our family did um, making wine uh, from my grandfather to my father and brother, along with myself over the years. And my mother's always done this, limoncello. I love it. Uh, she also does a coffee version of it with coffee beans, coffee cello, along with lots of different things. But her... Pride and joy is limoncello. Um, so I uh, might move up here just for that there reason. There we go. Mm-hmm. It's a cream base, so we keep it in the freezer. Yeah, of course. Um, you do the honors. Okay. And um, thank you. People usually like it. And even as a little kid, I'll tell you, um, <laughs> she would pour this on my ice cream as a little kid. <laughs> I love it. And it would like freeze on the top it. of the ice cream. And oh, it. this is for the kids. No, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> So back in those days, nobody got arrested for doing stuff like <laughs> right. that. But uh, and, and that's how it is in Italy, right? I mean, yeah. a glass of wine at the table, with a, even if you're a child or something, and then you, you grow up and it, you don't go crazy to, no. oh, Correct. let's all get together. And they, you've been drinking for years, yeah. you know? And, it's, yeah. uh, and, and I think uh, going back, probably the first tobacco product I ever smoked um, was a Tassano cigar at an underage type of thing of uh, grandpa leaving it around and let me, yep. let me take a puff of this yep. and see what it's about. Yep. Um, it was always also the thing that, that was said, you want the kid to stop smoking, you lock him in the closet, you make him smoke a Toscano. <laughs> um, but t- to somebody like me, I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's definitely true. I've heard a lot of stories about that. So, so. Chindan. Chindani. Cream-based. Lemon. I love it. Bright. I love it. Yeah. You know what? This would go really well with uh, Toscano Classico. Let's try it. There yeah. you go. This is the guy. He's, he's a pro, right? He, he uh, sets this up that this will go with a Toscano Classico, and it's time to cut the Toscano Classico. Uh, we're going to do the Antico. We're going to yeah. do the Antico. Oh, Antico. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. I, it so would have been a better segue. Really? Now yeah. that I think about it, I should have uh, said the Antico. Okay. Well, I'll tell you about today's second this. cigar. Well, well let, me, let me give it a cut for us. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices. Perdomo cut out the federal last chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. excellence. There you go. And, and what a cool cigar that you got a buddy with you and you cut the cigar in half and you smoking the same cigar together. There's so much to this. There is. Well, that's why we call it Il Cigaro della Macizia, the cigar of friendship. Okay. Yeah. Cigar of friendship. Okay, Ed, tell us about this. All right, today's second cigar is Toscano Antico, manufactured in Italy by Toscano. The size is six and a half by 38, although I guess yours is three and a quarter by 38. <laughs> right yes, that's right. I did that math right that was in good. my that was head. Uh, the wrapper is a USA Kentucky. There is no binder on this cigar. Right. And the filler is Italian and USA Kentucky. Yep. The the Toscano Antico is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. The cigar price is five for twenty dollars and ninety nine cents, which is four dollars and nineteen cents each, or two dollars and ten cents if you do what we just did. Right? (laughs) You did that in your head. Or a sleeve of fifty for one eighty eight ninety nine, a savings of almost twenty one dollars or ten percent off. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar that carries it. Find it on twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, 
GuysCigars.com. Ask your brick and mortar to carry it. They're doing a disservice to their own store. They're doing a disservice. Carry it and get it from them if at all possible. Um, If they don't know about it, they need a little lesson about it, uh, turn them on to the Cigar Authority to to see this uh, or call Miami Cigar and and I'm sure their staff will will teach them a little about why they should carry it. But uh, I took a, a cold drawer on it. I taste the Kentucky, the fire cured, more than I did on the others. You will. Yeah. So that's the USA. Correct. Because they burn that wood instead of the oak that you're Correct. burning on the other side. Correct. So the type of wood that you burn. So I, I make pizza at my at my house. I have an outdoor pizza oven. And when I make pizza with apple wood, it's actually different than I'm, oh, when course. I use other wood. Yeah. The, the smoking itself, as we saw in the drink, mm-hmm. actually changes the flavor yeah. of that. So, 100%. And yeah. Dave, I... Happened to talk to uh, Mr. Jonathan, and I asked him what he thought of it. And you know what he said? I agree 100% with Barry. <laughs> yes. He agrees 100% with Barry, who likes the cigar himself. Barry so. does like them. There we go. So we're going to light it with the Vertigo Comet. The Vertigo Comet is a new cigar from Vertigo. It has features two jets at the top and uh, a pull-out bullet punch. It's got the patented big-ass tank. Full metal jacket, we, we chose the red color because with the Stavino packaging, it actually matches up, where am I here, matches up perfectly with the color of it. That's the way I am. And um, <laughs> it doesn't take much to light these cigars. It's no. just a little light, so you're not going to blow through a lot of butane either. No, that's the good thing. In the days of 60 ring gauge and plus, here we go with a 38 ring gauge, right? And Ed, you must like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the last time uh, Belinda was in, she left some of the nice matches that uh, you guys have, and match for this is perfect. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Instead of a, a four jet flame. Correct. You might you might go right through. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Yeah, and you know it's it's interesting. The um, Toscano cigars. It's fun. I use uh, butane lighters to light them all the time, but I, I have to tell you. There's a differential when you light it with the match. Ah. Big time. And, you know, it, it's it, it's more or less, I don't know if it's the residual, maybe a little bit of the residual butane that's left after you after you light it or mm. whatever. But the, the, when you light a Toscano with it, it's almost like pairing the wood of the stick of the ah, with the wood of more the. More smoke, right? Right. That's right. That's right. Um, so initially, a sharper taste. Um. Always a fan of this. Yeah. Until this, until the Still, Still Nova. Nova comes out. Yeah. And still, Novo is my favorite now. I love it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and, and again, that's the great thing about Toscano, too. We have a portfolio here in the United States that kind of suits every smoker's palate. Yeah. You know? Well, I, w- I was saying to Pamela in the audience uh, at the break that I'm not a big flavor type of guy, and I actually shouldn't even use the word flavor, but you guys have um, brands that have. Uh, coffee and chocolate yeah. and things, and I like them very, very much. Yeah. But it's a different process of adding flavoring to right. it. It's just around that type of tobacco. Explain yeah. So essentially, what we do is we fire cure the tobacco with and, and age it with the actual extract from what what you're smoking. We compare the Toscanello more or less to pipe tobacco, aromatic pipe tobacco. So for the pipe pipe smokers that are listening to the show, I, I suggest instead of uh, you know as much as you love your pipe, and instead of sitting in traffic and fiddling around, and you know you're 
legs up on the steering yeah. wheel and stuff. Just light up a Toscanello because it's more like pipe tobacco. When you smoke it, you're going to get the uh, fire cured tobacco on your palate, and the aroma around you is going to be that of whatever you're smoking. And when somebody does light one up in our store, everybody usually comments to them, wow, what are you smoking? Yeah. I mean, it's an immediate thing. Uh, one of the guys actually that, that comes in and buys them says that um, they're chick magnets. <laughs> All of a sudden, a female will gravitate to them as a magnet, it's not a negative thing. It becomes a positive Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Where, you know, mostly they go away from me. I light a cigar and it's, <laughs> it's the complete, you know, disgust yeah. uh, walking away. But this actually draws them in. Well, it does because it's not an overpowering scent and it's, it's, it's fairly light. It's, it really is. It's something fantastic. And my favorite is obviously the Aroma Cafe. The Aroma right. Cafe, to be honest with you, we talked about the Classico. I know we're smoking the Antico, but the Aroma Cafe with your, limo, your mother's yeah. limoncello. Forget it. All right. Forget it. Game over. And Life changer. Raphael Nodal just said your mother's limoncello is the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She says so, too. I think so, too. I agree. Um, and I make my own. And do you make it with cream base? No. Well, that's mo most people don't. Yeah. And um, when I try other people's limoncello, only because I was brought up this way as a cream-based product, it's they're good, but they're not as good because of the, the cream base that, that I'm used to right. of having it. And um, if you buy it in a store, it's not cream-based either because how could a store possibly right. do this? So it's a homemade product that ends up It's having. fantastic. Yeah. So she does a great job. Yeah. I, I think I said the last time I was here, I was going to bring you a bottle of my limoncello. Yeah. I, I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> it means you have to come back. I'm going to have to. Yep. Yeah. So um, the differences of the different ones that are out there, explain the whole sure. line of it. Sure. Okay. So um, since we're smoking the Antico, I'll, I'll start with the Antico. The Toscano Antico, uh, as Ed described earlier, is an American filler with Italian, or excuse me, American wrapper with Italian and American medium fill, uh, aged for 12 months. So this is, a, <laughs> I love this cigar because in the American market, this cigar has a special place in everybody's heart because this is the very cigar that Clint Eastwood smoked in all of the spaghetti mm, westerns. There it is. Um, then you move on to the Toscano Classico, which we discussed is all Italian tobacco. Okay. So a little bit lighter body. So so this one is a, is a mixture of two countries. Of two countries. U.S. and Italian. Correct. And your Classico is classic Italian. Classic Italian. Okay. Then the 1492, it's named the 1492. <clears throat> I can't believe I'm going to say this because that's the year that Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue. That's it. <laughs> so therefore, we use that to talk about our fully American tobacco cigar. It's all American tobacco, very uh, mesquite barbecue molasses flavors yes. to it. Then the originale, you move to the originale. The originale is uh, the very, it's the original blend of the Toscano from 1815 with an American wrapper and Italian-American medium fill aged for 12 months, fire cured for a little bit longer. So it has a little bit more of a robust uh, body to it. Uh, Hand-rolled by our cigar rollers in Luca, and uh, in 2016, that actually won the Cigar Trophy Award for Best Medium Film. Yeah. In 2016, that was pretty impressive. So and that 1492 is a hand-rolled also? No, the 1492 oh. is not. The Originale. Originale. The Originale is, oh. yes. Yeah. So that's originally how they did it. That's correct. All right. Yeah. But even our, even our uh, machine-rolled cigars, you know, it's interesting because we, we hooked up sensors to our cigar rollers to the point where our, our, our machine-rolled cigar, it's very hard to tell the differential between a, a machine-rolled and a hand-rolled. Right. And if you hold them up together, unless you have the eye, to, you won't be able to tell. Right. And that's the beauty of it because ultimately the cigar rollers, are their, the, their movements were measured almost down to the millimeter, and that's what the machine rolls do well, too. We had to, to do it. We done. had to do it to keep up with uh, demand. Right. You know, 230 million cigars. Those, <laughs> right. poor, those poor ladies, if they had to roll 230 million cigars a year, you know, <laughs> right. I, I'd feel bad for there's them. There's not enough Italians. No, there's not. <laughs> there's not. Uh, 
And then there's all the Toscanellos. The, all the Toscanellos that we just discussed, they're aromatic, not flavored. And the Toscanellos range from the Aroma Cafe. Yep. Aroma Vanilla, Vanilla. Aroma Chocolato, Chocolate. Aroma Aniche, Anise, or like Zambuca. Yeah. Aroma Grappa, which I want to make this perfectly here. Grappa is not grape. Grappa is an after-dinner drink in Italy. Uh, Pam and I were having that discussion earlier. She said that she had a horrible experience, as I did with grappa, but you, that shouldn't push you away from the cigar. But because it, the cigars, it does it not come from the the leftover. That's correct. Yes, okay. that's correct. It's the final press and dis- yes. distillation of the of the final wine press yeah, of the but, grape. But yeah. certainly takes the grape flavor <laughs> completely out of it. <laughs> if you've ever had great grappa or get drunk from grappa, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a series. It's a, it's a rough beast. one. It is. Yeah, it's a it beast. <laughs> it's a beast. Una bestia. Grappa una bestia. And what would you expect on flavor of that? So it, you get little it, – it's a sweeter cigar. Okay. It's probably out of our Toscanellos the sweetest that we have. There's definitely when – you, when you start to smoke it immediately, there's a nice sensation of, of, of the residual sugar that's burned off yeah. during the fire curing process. But it's, it's very smooth. It's nice. I mean, I actually like it after – after a, I, a, a dinner, I, I, and I'll be honest, I, lo- I like them all. And the Anisette one, which is uh, licorice mm-hmm. type of flavor to it, it's it's awesome. Every once in a while, man, it's. I like great. to smoke the Aniche after I smoke a couple cigars during the day. It actually has a cooling effect on your palate, ah, which is interesting. You can smoke three, four, five cigars, and then take a puff or two of the Aniche, and it's like, wow, I didn't even smoke anything today. Yeah, and you don't have that residual taste in your mouth either. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. and everybody knows when you're smoking that. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah. but you know, it is. It's still subtle, but I'll tell you what: when you light it up, they're gonna know. Okay, that's definitely an anise flavored. Right. You know, an anise aroma cigar, which I kind. happen to like. Yeah, me too. Uh, the it's either you hate it or you love it. Yeah, yeah. That's one of those cigars. So. Wow. But yeah, so I mean, ultimately, when you're smoking the Toscano Antico, you can definitely taste a lot of the hickory, like you said, Dave. It's not. Yeah. It, it's it's it's. Uh, it's a, a fuller body, in my opinion, than the Stil Novo. Stil Novo is a little bit, it, it's more, um, like you said, smoother, a little bit more creamy, yeah. whereas the uh, the Antico Re- itself Refined is. is. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. any of them um, all-American? The only all-American tobacco cigar that we have is the 1492. Okay. That's all-American. Okay. Yep. And probably more mesquite. It is. Yeah, yeah that's your barbecue cigar. Yeah. That's your 4th of July mm-hmm. America cigar, you know? Right. 1492 America, yeah. and, right. And, right. and there we go. That's it. Wow. So what's your plan for Toscano, for the future of it? Are you just going to hit the road and spread the word? Well, we've been working, you know, like you mentioned earlier, Belinda and myself and our team in Italy, uh, in culmination with Miami Cigar, have really, really come up with some interesting ideas. Belinda's mind is definitely outside of the box, which I love. Yeah. Uh, she does. She's an asset to our company. Sure. It's, it's awesome to have her. Um, you know, our, our the biggest thing, kind of like what you said, Dave, it's important to get this cigar in people's hands. The second it gets in their hands it and is. they start smoking it, they're like, okay, I was very ignorant and I didn't understand the yes. fact as to what you're making here. Absolutely. So, And that's that's our biggest hurdle that we're overcoming, and it's working. Yeah. It really is. But it's it's one person at a time. It and is. It's, and it's selling the experience. Yeah. We're not selling a cigar. We're selling the Italian experience. Yeah. You pair it with whatever you want to pair it with, and it's you know that's that's how we have to move forward as a company. Well, I love it. I, I think it's uh, – uh, a disservice if a retailer doesn't carry it. I'm urging you, Mr. Retailer, you listening, bring it in there, give this option. I think it's a it's an add-on, to be yeah. honest with you. 
that somebody comes in and gets their regular yeah. stuff and adds this this on. It's going to be an extra cigar that they're going to ha- have the opportunity, you the consumer, that, as I say, you're going to have it in your it's glove true. box. I, I was in the Nashua store for a while yesterday. Everybody bought their normal stuff and then added on Toscano mm-hmm. after they got a chance yeah, to try absolutely. it. Absolutely, yeah. And you got you got a little time for a short cigar, and there's, there's no even a robusto that's going to take you 45 minutes to smoke or something. You're going to look at this, and I, I bet you get 45 minutes out of half. Of you, one you, of you probably you, you should get at least a half hour. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to think yeah. you, you are anyway, but they, they're going to add that on there, and they're going to yeah, have a, these adorable little yes. cigars too. Yeah. So for yard work or something, absolutely. Anybody perfect. who does anything outside yeah. it, it's, it's the cigar for you. And the beautiful thing is, if you're smoking a long format full, and you have to cut, you know, you, you have to go, you go right below where you smoked it, you cut it, you purge it, you put it in your pocket, wherever you're keep keeping going. it, go back a week, a month later, and, it's the same cigar. And, you know, now that I'm honorary Italian, I'm going to smoke these while I play bocce. I love it. There we go. Uh, I love it. I mean, that's a thing. That's right? literally the, the epitome of what it is to be an Italian-American, smoking at Toscano and playing bocce. We had a guy that would come, put a cigar in his mouth early in the day, he'd chew on it all day long and stuff, and at the end of the day, he chewed on it all day long, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, light it, mm-hmm. and it was only <laughs> one cigar a day. I don't want that to happen. Yeah, it's only well, only one half of a cigar a day, but um, it, it's something to chew on and have a flavor to, too. It really is. And, and the fun thing is to go through our entire portfolio, too. Just, mm-hmm. you know, take a risk. It's a w- risk worth taking. So, Ed, what do you like better? Oh, I'm going to have to go with the Stil Novo, but I think for the right circumstance, I'd pick up either one. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So, They're both good. if you really want a bold flavor... Then the one we're smoking now is the one, the right. Antico. Yeah. But uh, the Still Nova was just way more refined even than I expected it to be. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great Well, and again, that's the aging. So, Michael Capolini from Toscano Cigars, thank you so much. Thank Belinda, you thank you. Uh, wonderful few days here. It's thank you awesome. so much for doing it. And uh, look for them out there, wherever you are. Look for when there's a Toscano event and uh, sharing the experience. It's, it's actually a great time. And uh, try this drink and, and watch the show again and see how uh, this cigar appears with the alcohol, um, the Godfather. Yeah. And uh, let's see if we can get this Godfather thing going. I love it. The next. I love it. It's going to be the Toscano. That's what we're hoping. Ah, for change it. Let's yeah. change the name of the Godfather. To, the Godfather's been around since the 70s, right? Toscano yep. is over 200 years, but it's new again. That's right. It's new again in That's this right. country. All right, we're going to take a break. Thank you so much for coming. And when we get back, we got a lot in the mailbag to get to, along with uh, some uh, crappy stories from Ed Silvino uh, <laughs> in the asylum. Uh, we're live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. 
Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at TwoGuysCigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium-to-full-bodied, 
attractively consistent in aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hey, this is Willy Marante from Miami Cigar. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Distributors of Toscano. Yeah, it's not a coincidence. No, it is not. I picked that one on purpose. Thank you. Welcome back to hour number two. We're broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Mr. Jonathan and Barry, especially Barry is not here today. because Because I'm on my third type of drink that I did, the Godfather, or what will soon be named as Toscano cocktail. Um, And then we did some limoncello. And now I have this coffee rum. Huh. That Barry would probably love. Now, are you going to drink extra just to make Barry yes. feel bad? I, I may drink the rest of the day, <laughs> just so he feels like he missed something. But he missed a lot because uh, w- what an event this is! Of um, you know, people pair alcohol with cigars in the past, but this is a whole different level of it. Adding the smoke and everything to it, pretty cool. Uh, so we got a lot of mailbags to get to, Ed Sullivan. I'm going to continue to smoke the Toscanos, and I went back to the Stilnovo uh, because mm. all, I, all I did is wipe the ash off, blew through it, lit it up again. It's exactly the way it left off, and then when that's down to nothing, I'm going to go back. Nothing's going to get wasted here. I'll mm. say nothing's going to get wasted, even to the point that my grandfather used to smoke the cigar as far as he could smoke the cigar, and then he'd cut the ash off of it, and they put it in a, in a jar. And he did this, and the jar got about halfway full, and then he'd reach in and break up the tobacco into it mm. and fill his pipe with it. Nice. And that's what he smoked huh. um, for his pipe tobacco, was <laughs> the, the leftover of the cigar. <clears throat> so uh, I don't know how that works. Maybe I'll, I'll try that myself to, uh, just to relive what he Why ended not? up doing of, of seeing do how you, it, Do you own a pipe? I do. Do you own a lot of pipes? I have a hand, handful. <laughs> Not a lot, lot, but... More than you need. Back in the day, you know, we were probably 50% pipes right. back in the day. And, um, you know, I'd have to try all these different pipe tobaccos and things like that. But honestly, never never cared for the pipe. Uh, too much attention needed yeah. to, to, to stay on it. And also, I never felt that it ever tasted as good as it smelled. Not the case with a Toscano, that the aroma is fantastic and the taste is fantastic, and that's what I want. So I wonder if I get that if I smoked 
the Toscano to a pipe also. And I'm getting a, 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 a hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it myself. Uh, so let's get to the mailbags because there's a whole bunch of them. Let's see what we can get through. All right. Our first one comes from a listener who signs Nikki. Okay. I don't think that's Nicholas, I, but I don't know. You know, maybe, usually. Maybe a female. It could. No, in the uh, actual from section of the email, it says Nicholas, but oh, he signs all right. it Nikki. All right. Hey, Mr. J, I finally convinced my wife to take a road trip to New Hampshire. Ah. So we can sit in on a live episode of the Cigar Authority, which I've been asking to do for years. Oh, my God. It's going to be a letdown. I'm Something I am wondering <laughs> is if you guys sell merchandise at the Salem shop. I love the shirts and vests you wear and would like to promote it here in Pennsylvania. Mm, Pennsylvania. Hope, hope you have a great 4th of July. Michael lives in Pennsylvania. Yes, he does. He's at the Scranton van branch, huh. which is, remember the office? Oh, yeah. The Scranton <laughs> branch. And he, yesterday he was at um, the Nashua store, which was the other location for Dun Dunham. Oh. Uh, so two There's worlds collide. Something there. was happening there yesterday. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't actually sell it in the store, but um, if you go to the cigarauthority.com on the right-hand right side, you'll see a picture of a guy in a T-shirt. And you click that button, and it takes you to a web page that prints them actually to order. And you can get anything. You can get bed sheets or, um, I don't know, all kinds of yeah. golf balls, I, and you name it. Gotcha. I don't know. Is there any way to find out if anyone actually ever ordered a custom duvet? Uh, I, I don't know what the items are, but I'll tell you what I did. You have a choice to add any amount of money on there so that you make a profit on it. Mm -hmm. And I put $1 on every single item just because I don't want the dollar. I want you to wear the, the products uh, more than anything else. But I did it so that when I receive a check for $15, I know 15 people bought something. But I, I would love to know what they bought because if some of these oddball things that are right. on there. Because do you know how much the King Duvet costs? No. One hundred sixty dollars wow. and ninety nine cents. The ninety nine cents goes to me, <laughs> uh, and and it's only for um, knowing that. So, so uh, I don't know. You're not making retirement money. No, on I'm the not merchandising. No, it's nothing. But I just want to know that it's there, right? Um, and um, at one time we did hats. We did baseball hats. Um, we did 144 of them, and we gave them away, you know, for guests and people that wrote in and all that stuff. So we we need to do something like that too, because the days of giving away cigars are over. It's it's against the law. FDA yeah. can't give away cigars anymore. So we should make something where we can uh, at least give something to somebody when they come in, or uh, if you know, somebody takes a long trip up here and comes visits, they leave with something that says something as they're disappointed and this is it this is the this is the <laughs> studio that <laughs> well you always discourage people from coming on a long trip well here. I, I i want them to come up if they're coming up for something else and right. stop by something worthwhile yeah when they come up and this is the reason for it and you know it's like <laughs> oh my god it's not a reason to come but i appreciate you coming more than you can believe but um, don't let this be the only thing. There's yeah. a lot of history here in Boston. You can see things and also stop by and have a cigar <laughs> with us. But That's my favorite part. I always love the apology. Yeah. Oh, are not... you up here to visit? No, I came here for the show. Oh, I'm God. sorry. Right. Because it's going to be a letdown, right? This is this is it. What you're seeing is about the, the highlight of it. We got a new camera. You can zoom in as, as they maybe watched, <laughs> if they were watching on YouTube or um 
Facebook or whatever it's on. Oh, there it is. And you don't mm-hmm. need to see a, a close-up of me either, but there you go. No, you like the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you're an advocate of HD for uh, broadcasting not for this me. show. Not for me. There's nothing to see here, folks. Yeah, I don't think they have a camera yet where just some of the participants are in HD. Yeah, the, the other people be okay, but no. <laughs> but no. not you. No, no. Well, we've got another one here. This one's... A little bit lengthy, so I may um, skip around a little bit on it. But uh, this comes to us from Jason, who says, Cigar Gurus, Mm. I hope the last IPCPR trade show was successful and can't wait to hear what has transpired. This obviously we're behind on the mailbags. You you heard it all, and uh, I'd rather not get any deeper than I need to. (laughs) Then I already got myself in trouble already. So, Well, he says his question is he has a Diamond Crown humidor, which mm. has been working exceptionally well. Great humidor. So much so that about six weeks ago, I remo- removed the humidifier as it was starting to edge towards 70%. It's in my basement. I, I think he means the humidor, not the humidifier. Yeah. So the temperature never goes above 66. Beautiful. Perfect. I have Two digital hygrometers inside, each showing either 69 or 66, respectively. Perfect. And that's where they've been for the last six weeks. Okay. Now we get to, unfortunately. Ah, here it comes. The last three cigars I have smoked have each had wrappers that split on me at various stages, all happening close to the burn line. I wonder if they're different brands or the same exact cigar. He doesn't say. Yeah, okay. I tend to be careful when... I go into my humidor, but I am not sure if this was accidentally self-induced. Ah. Though I would normally suspect having too much humidity, my hygrometers would suggest otherwise. I was curious if you all had any thoughts that would help me get to the bottom of this. Well, he's saying he has multiple hygrometers, which is great. They're digital, which is great on top of that. Yeah, I wouldn't expect to see a 3% range on a digital. No, that's about the max it's going to go on either plus way. Or, plus yeah. or minus 2 is yeah. usually where they come yeah. in. But So uh, if it ended up being the same brand, we could say there's a possibility that you bought the same box from the same roller and the guy actually put a little too much tobacco in there in the heat and then it it pops from uh, over expansion and that would be too much tobacco within that blend. He, he's not mentioning that he had a hot draw problem or anything like that. So I, I would have to get more deeper yeah. in, in, into what it is. But if it ends up being different brands of what it is, oh, geez, what happens there? And then I got to look at how will you lighten the cigar? Um, you know, then we got to look at the, the specific manufacturer of the digital hygrometer. You know, if maybe two, yeah, but yeah, are two. they two with the same yeah. manufacturer, and were they but calibrated to down start the with? basement? You got to imagine it's not there. This is when hum- humidity, New England, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're usually very dry most of the year, and then this is the time of year that 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 ends up happening. People overhumidify, and a lot of that is relative to temperature. Um, relative humidity, uh, gets hot, the cigars are in your house, but you're doing all the right things. So I'd I'd need a little more information to to go even further. All right, well, he's got something else. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure if you all have stumbled upon this, but if you haven't, try it the next time you're in the mood for a smile. Oh, absolutely, always. 
In podcast apps, there's a playback speed indicator typically depicted by a 1X. I was driving one day listening to the Ash Holes, by the way. Ah. I like the new direction. Okay. Thanks for continually striving for excellence. Anyway, attempting to hit the pause button, I missed and hit the playback speed. Trying to fix it, I cycled through and accidentally stopped on half-speed playback. What transpired was nothing short of priceless. <laughs> Listening to Mike, speed. Mike, Jess, Aaron, and Ed at half speed sounds like four drunk kids who just <laughs> got into their parents' cigar stash. Ah. I know what you're thinking. How is that any different? I highly recommend giving it a shot when you get a chance. One last thing, because I am an equal opportunist, I decided to try it on your show. I recommend starting with last week's list of IPCPR new additions while Dave was having issues with all of the Spanish named cigars. Priceless. So half speed, you know, I've never done that to any show. I, no. I tend to go one and a half speed so I can listen to more things. Yeah, if if I'm doing um, audio editing, yeah, then one and a half is good or, you know, you can inch up towards two just to get to where you need to yeah. in that audio pretty quickly. Do you ever listen to a podcast at one and a half speed? No? I really don't have so much going on in my life. <laughs> I, I won't say whose show I listen to, but some sl- shows that seem to go slower or there's um, you know, lots of pause and thinking that's going on, which doesn't make it wrong or anything, but I'll listen to that show at one and a half speed. I get done in... Uh, a fast a bit of time. Right. Listening to this show in one and a half speed, it's two hours long to begin with. That makes it four hours long? Half speed? Half speed, yeah. Yeah, you don't Eight. want to do that. I <laughs> highly recommend against that. Uh, I'll just drink more, that's all, and, and, and it'll be drunk anyway. So maybe double speed for this show. Double speed would be too much. Too much. Yeah. All right, we'll play with it. That was a good suggestion. Mm. Do, do we do, could you ever record a show and then put it out as half speed or one and a half speed? Yeah, I could probably speed yeah. it up, sure. And then the sh- everybody that listens hears it, and that becomes an episode, one and a half speed. And then if they want normal, they can set it to half speed. Right? There we yeah. go. All right. We might have a, a show. <laughs> we, we did the backwards show, right? This would be another easy one. Yeah. All right. We're going to need content, uh, and we need content right now because it's time for the matchup of the week. Brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair Cigars. Would you rather never hear music again or lose the ability to read? Well, never hear music again or lose the ability to read. This, this came up because I just went for not just a hearing test that I did with my regular doctor, but I went for the special do- specialist to see what's going wrong with my hearing. And as you heard during the, sh- the shows and stuff, that I'm losing my hearing on, on my right side. And uh, believe it or not, I lost 80% of my hearing on my right side, 80%. And over the years, it's been little amounts, little amounts. Um, and I, you know, I'm probably 90% hearing on my left side, and they were equal 90-90, and then it became a little less, a little less, but now there's only 20% left on my right-hand side, so stop ordering more headphones every time I tell you that the right side's not working, <laughs> because right. the right side's not working on me. 
And when you start telling me neither side is working, the show's done at it's that a, point. Yeah, unfortunately, it's <laughs> over. I think it happened to Rush Limbaugh. He was totally mm. deaf at one point and continued to do his show reading what people were mm. um, saying to him. Uh, I won't get that far of what it is, but I, I sure hope it doesn't. But in my last career before this, um, 12 years as a, as a nightclub disc jockey, and um, I took it pretty serious and the side that I would use my headphone on and listen to the rest of it, I actually protected my left side with an earplug because the music was so loud and not protect my left side, my right side, because this is where I would have the um, cup holding the headphone cup on that side that I was listening to. But apparently what happens is you blast the volume right into your ear at that point and deteriorate your, your hearing as time goes on. You hear about, you know, a, a high school football player that did something when he was a kid and later on in life you end up paying the price for it and here you go with my hearing. So um, mm. I still got one good one, so we'll do that. But um, if you're ever talking to me, you want to be the driver, not the passenger, basically. Um, when you're sitting with me and I can hear what you're saying or else I'm going to say, what? Or I didn't hear <laughs> uh -huh. what you said. Um, so that's what that gets. But would you rather never hear music again or never be able to read again? It's, it's not losing choice. your hearing or seeing, but this is just right. music or reading. I'm going to have to give up music, I think. I'd have to do it too because I, I actually have to read here and yeah, you, I know, mean. you, you want to be able to read. Menus are important. Yeah, you love music too, though. I love music, yeah. but I listen to less since I listen to podcasts in the car now all the time. Yeah, now you start listening to people talking. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but you know all the songs you know anyway. I, yeah, I don't care about the new stuff. Right, so. anyway. <laughs> I'll just sing to myself and read. Right, okay. That, that's where I think uh, that heads to. All right, let's get back to the mailbag. All right, what did I do with the mailbags? So, Here's one from uh, Dozer. Okay. I don't know what kind of a name that is. Uh, it says, Salutations, purveyors of the leaf. I know I'm behind the times here, but I finally got around to trying the Mr. J special cold brew coffee steam to warm it up. Okay. You've had a lot yes, of Yes, I have. As have I. And let me tell you, this is a treat and a half. Really brings out the natural flavor of the beans and is fantastic. So this is taking a cold cup of coffee or a room temperature cup of coffee, and now you put it under the steam wand of the espresso machine, and you're actually now steaming a cold cup of coffee and turning it into a hot cup of coffee. Yeah, and it is remarkably good. Yeah. Really brings out the natural flavor of the beans and is fantastic. Also, when are you getting into the mail-order coffee game? Mm. You have the cafe now. Find a supplier and sell some roasts to be paired with coffee. Or maybe the roasts are paired with cigars. I'm ready. I think I'm supposed to now tell you to keep up the good work. All right, Yeshua. Then Dozer says, P.S. Barry, you are saying you don't think Dave will just read for an entire episode Clearly, you have forgotten the episode where Dave just read us the first issue of Cigar Aficionado. There we go. There was a whole show on that. Uh, you hear me say that to people that have come up to the podcast cafe and say, there's no content. How am I going to do? I'm a real estate guy, for instance. Right. How am I going to do a show on real estate every single week? And I say, I've done 500 episodes <laughs> on two hours each episode on cigars. 
premium cigars. Yeah, usually you say on dried up leaves. Yeah. So <laughs> obviously you can have enough. You go uh, narrow and deep onto the subject, and certainly you can uh, keep a podcast going. So uh, we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just keep going. Keep going. All right. The next one comes from Nigel, which always makes me, you might not know the song, We're Only Making Plans for Nigel. No, I thought you were going to go with that um, movie from the early 80s or late 70s um, with the rock band. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> what was it? Um, what? what? This is this spinal spinal tap, tap yeah, Nigel, right? <laughs> oh yeah, it goes up to eleven. <laughs> it has to go yeah. up to eleven. The, the volume of his amp goes up to eleven. In any case, I think this is a different Nigel, mm. who says, "Hello, gents, longtime listener. Thanks for all your years of service. Service. Thank you for your service." <laughs> mm. I just wanted to make a quick point that may deepen the conversation about tasting cigars. I listened to the episode where Mr. J explained the finer points of tasting. I myself am a cereal smeller and taster. Cereal? Yeah, not like, not like Lucky Charms. But you taste cereal? No. no S-E-R-I-A-L. Okay. Meaning yeah. he does it to a lot of things. He's a professional taster. I don't, yeah, I guess. It's cool. He does it serially. All right. I love blind... Tasting and smelling spices, cigars, wine, whiskey, and shampoos. Perhaps not tasting the shampoo. All right. Well, you have to do this alcohol thing we just did. You have to do it. I'm telling you, it's mind-blowing. Well, he, he says, it comes to my attention that we often stop the conversation a bit early. We don't usually talk about the reviewer. As consumers, we often listen to reviews that we don't end up agreeing with. I often read wine reviews from various aficionados who smell and taste elements that I don't find myself. And so it's on each person, each consumer, to find the reviewer who shares the same taste. Ed Sullivan, as a consumer, you've been a customer for a lot of years, that you would not go over to me and say, Dave, what do you think of this new brand X? You'd say, let me go to Freddie or let me go to somebody who shares the taste of things that you like. Yeah, and I think you do get to a certain point after smoking for a a long time that you don't actually care about the reviews. You're the only reviewer who matters to you. But if you're going to try, you're going to spend money on a cigar you never tried before, and I say, oh, my God, I love it. It's one of my favorite cigars. You know I like milder cigars to begin with. And So maybe you'd say, no, I'm I'm a guy that likes the fuller-bodied stuff. Uh, I'm I'm not going to, you know... Because I reviewed it so good, it may turn you away from that product. It's the same thing with uh, music and movie reviews. You know, you get to know which people you tend to agree with. And and that's what I actually like of the dynamic here on the Cigar Authority is because we have somebody in every single aspect of what it is. We all know it's a good cigar or not good cigar, but it becomes somebody's favorite cigar. I love that cigar. When you hear somebody end up saying, I love that cigar you know that that's their wheelhouse of, of where they're comfortable and in a personal way. I think this is Nigel's point because okay. he closes out saying, in short, I'm glad you all focus on different aspects that you find important. important. It gives your audience a chance to gel with the host who they identify as having a similar palate. Absolutely. And as a retailer with um, 18 different people that work for me in sales, what I ask of my employee is, here, smoke the cigar, I want you to try it, and then I want you to tell me what you liked about it, Mm -hmm. period. 
I don't want to know that it's too mild for my taste. I don't want to know this, 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 because we're dealing with every customer that comes in. What did you like about the cigar? Yep. And that's what we try to do here in the Cigar Authority is not pinpoint what we did. Oh, it's too strong for me. I don't like the cigar. Uh, it's too powerful. Knock my head off or whatever. What did we like about this cigar? Because somebody likes the powerful, strong or whatever, yep. but we're trying to tell you that going up, but then we're trying to. So some people end up saying to me also that you're always giving everything a nice review of saying the good things about the cigar. Why don't you bash some of these cigars and say what, what you don't like about it because somebody likes it. Yep. And you don't want to know my personal taste that, no, I wouldn't buy it from my humidor. Normally, that's a based on a strength type thing. There's really never a time that I want to sit there and smoke very full-bodied cigars right. myself. Yep. You, on the other hand, totally different. All the time, yeah. pretty much. Although... You know, probably it's partly the price range I smoke at, but I haven't had a bad cigar in years. There are ones that I didn't like and weren't to my taste, yeah. but, you know, the old days of poorly rolled, under-fermented, we just don't see that in products right. anymore. All right, I want to get to it. I want to get to a peek in the asylum, and you're going to handle it today, right? I'm going to handle it. All right, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! It's time for news from the insane asylum, odd and sometimes historic news stories that are insane, are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. Asylum Cigars. And this is a longer one. All right. But maybe it'll be worth it. We'll find we'll out. We'll see. <clears throat> Japan's culture makes no exceptions for the number two, feces, poop, Kaka, doo-doo, or shit. Ah, Barry's going to appreciate this. <laughs> You're going there. Go it ahead. Gets, it gets a pop twist, or is that a poop twist, at the Unko Museum in Yokohama. There, the poop is artificial, nothing like what would be in your toilet, and it comes in twisty ice cream shapes in all colors and sizes. This is a museum of poop. A museum of poop. There's no mention of flavors, however, on the ice cream. The poops are colorful and come out nicely in photos, said visitors. The shape is so round and cute. <laughs> really? Tourists are going apeshit from the <laughs> Japanese museum dedicated to poop. Visitors to the museum get a short video introduction and then are asked to sit down on one of seven colorful non-functional toilets. Interesting. Music plays as a user pretends to poop. Then a brightly colored souvenir poop is collected from inside the toilet bowl to be taken home after the tour. Maybe I have a, uh, a different thought of when you come here and visit Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Maybe it's not so bad here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have a ceiling-high poop sculpture in the main hall, and every 30 minutes it erupts, spitting out little foam poops. Ah. Yeah, signs with the word poop are written in different languages all around here. In another 
Broom players use a projection mapping game like whack-a-mole to stamp on and squash the most poops they can. Wow. I mean, there's a lot going on here, right? <laughs> Did we see this when we were at the candy convention? Lots of poops, right? We did. The poop emoji, I think, is is probably what inspired this museum. All right. At the end of the tour, visitors get a bag to carry home their souvenir poop. And there's a gift shop, of course, with more poop-themed souvenirs. The museum, believe it or not, attracted more than 100,000 visitors in the first month after its opening. It will remain open till at least September. There's money and shit, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Now the term I gotta go means two things, and the museum is making a lot of money on that shit. There we go. That's not only insane, that's asylum. It is. And we, we got a lot of mailbags to get to, but uh, as you said, when we when you don't have two co-hosts that are going to be here, we over-prepare, so we have so much to get to. And so yeah. little time to do that. So if you don't mind. You want to go right to? I'd like to go to finding out what's happening in the cigar world with Ed Salavino. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. So this was a very slow news week, and that'll become obvious as we go through these stories. All right. I had to dig a little bit on this. All right. David Garofalo is getting what some may believe is way too much attention from last week's The Cigar Authority podcast. Garofalo's statement that he is not going to IPCPR slash PCA next year was covered by Cigar Coop. William Cooper ran a fair report, and the phone at Two Guys has been ringing ever since. How is is this news? (laughs) How is this news? Okay, go ahead. Um, developing pallets, half wheel, and cigar dojo made it a topic of discussion on their programs this week. Earlier today, Abe from Kiss My Ash Radio had Dave on to talk about yes, the state of the PCA. Very nice of him to have me on as a guest. Uh, and William Cooper was on as yeah. part of it too. And I had to actually stop my uh I, I was on there for quite a while but i had to stop because we had to stop the show so yeah i was a, listening in okay and uh, when i heard you say gotta go then i knew it's time for this show and i'll tell you william cooper said to me uh during the show that the article that he wrote about this was his most viewed article year to date huh and you know uh all i said is at the tail end of was it last week's show yeah, last week's show is, and I decided I'm not going to go to the show next year. I want to premise that, very importantly, that um, I love the organization. I did, uh, there's no other organization or anything I ever worked six years for free on uh, and happy to do it. 
p- mm. paying back for what this industry has done for me. As far as the consumers going there, there's nobody that loves the consumers more than I do. Um, this show is to consumers to help them out. Um, my whole business and reason I show up for work every day is to for the consumer. Um, I just don't think it's it's a right place for me to conduct business while they're going while they're going to be there. I don't go to the big smokes. I don't go to um, you know all these cigar festivals and things that end up happening uh, unless invited uh, because I don't really belong there uh, to a consumer because I'm not I'm a consumer too, but I'm not really a consumer, right? right? So um, that being said. Um, a lot of people don't show up for the show, but my mistake or my um, why it became news is that I said it, um, and I said it because I told the IPCPR that I wasn't happy and that I wasn't going to be attending. That doesn't mean I'm not going to be a member of the organization. The organization has a dues, and I don't know if it's six hundred dollars or whatever it is to be part of the organization. Of course. I'm a member for 30 years. I'm going to continue to be a member. I'm just not going to attend the show because I don't belong there, I feel, this time. That doesn't mean forever. Right. Yeah. And why this, again, is news that I'm not attending is only because I said it, because a lot of people don't <laughs> attend. I'm, I'm not the first right. or the last, <laughs> nor am I asking any other retailer not to attend. No. Everybody go, have a great time. I, I hope I'm wrong and it ends up being the biggest boom for the cigar industry. I hope. I don't think I'm wrong, and I'm going to sit it out. That's all. I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. In other cigar news, lots of new cigars will and have been arriving in retail shops across the country, despite the fact that FDA is not allowing new products. This is expected to dry up soon, we're told. Yeah, I mean, I found that amazing. The new stuff just keeps keeps coming and coming. But I've been told that by manufacturers that, We've everything that they put in at the last minute, yeah, they, that's dried out too. So now substantial equivalents, right? Right. So what they can do is make a new cigar, take their old cigar, and give it a new name and package it different. Same, right. actually, same amount of cigars per box. It has to be, but other than that, they can change the name once. Hmm. And say, remember the brand XYZ we used to have? Well, it's when, now called this. It's now called this. And you're stuck at that point. You can do that to each and everything. So I, uh, you as a consumer, I want you to be aware of the future of what it is. As new cigars come out, hmm. they used to be something else. So for a while, somebody who's got a big portfolio can take the underperforming products and relaunch it as something Correct. Else. And maybe it didn't sell well as name this or this brand. But they better get it right because they got one, one shot. shot. Right. <laughs> And, and you got to look at it and say, maybe that was a good name I had before and it was good. And let me just clean up the packaging, which is some people are doing. Or I'm going to actually change the name. That was a dumb name to begin with anyway. Let me let me call it something else. Yeah. Because people buy with their eyes and they, and they buy with um, a brand name. Sometimes, you know, we see all these Spanish names and stuff yeah. that drive me crazy because I can't pronounce them and stuff. There's a, there's a little cachet to that. Though. Right. You know, so. well, in the '90s, it was a Don everything, right? Right. right. I, I bought the Don Eduardo. But because, it wasn't yeah. very good, right. but, but you <laughs> went, my you name went, on right. it. Yeah, there we go. All right, and finally, Senator Marco Rubio, the, one of the cigar industry's best allies in Congress, said that the FDA has gone too far in its bid to regulate the cigar industry. Rubio, a Republican from Florida, wrote an opinion piece called. 
Congress must act to save America's cigar industry from going up in smoke, mm. which was published in the Tampa Bay Times on July 5th. Yeah, he's a, he's a good uh, proponent. He's the one, if you remember, that said, uh, told a story about his grandfather smoked three Padrones a day and all that, that he, he said, uh, I think he said it to Congress, um, and standing up for us cigar smokers and think over-regulation. Hope that message goes to the president and the president understands it, who's not a cigar smoker, but is big on over-regulation. We are being over-regulated. Uh, please stop uh, the over-regulation. It's right. okay. Regulation is okay, but over-regulation is a burden to an industry, and um, there's not new product coming out because we're over-regulated. It's tobacco leaves and water. That's what a cigar is. Yep. So can you stop and, and let us continue on with our business? <clears throat> so that's the news. And that's the news. That's the news. So upcoming shows next week on the show, Steve Saka returns with his new brulee that will be launched next week right here on the show. Uh, brulee, which is a, um, a new line of the Sober Mesa brand, I believe. Yes. Yes. Um, and a milder version, what he calls his grandfather's cigar. Let's yeah. see about that. We'll be oh. a judge to it. Yeah, his his grandfather had heartier tastes than other people's grandfathers, really? yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can imagine um, Steve's and taste. I'm not saying it's strong by any means, yeah. but... But it's, it's, it's probably, not dead mild. Yeah, right, right. Uh, and I had a good enough to have a sample uh, at the trade show. It's one of the cigars I was looking forward to actually smoking, and yep. I spent some time with it and did smoke it. And uh, he was rocking at the show. It'll be interesting to hear uh, his thoughts. Um, I actually had a long conversation with him. He called mm -hmm. me because when Cigar Coop put that information out about me, my phone rang, like you said, <laughs> and Steve was one of them along with everybody. Yep. Everybody called. And um, I, I do not mean to be the, you know, the bad guy here at all. I'm just telling you my opinion, not that anybody asked. Um, but once that was written, um, that was it. Yeah. And um, I'll tell you, Cigar Coop, there's a lot of people uh, reading his stuff. I'll tell you that in the industry. Mm -hmm. um, there's no doubt about it because um, I said it on the show and I got towards the end of the show, if you remember, last, last week, uh, just as a... Well, I'm not going to the show. Right. You know, not get into it. And um, he got a little more into it of how he reported it, which was all fair and honest, yep. uh, which he is. And um, boom, you know, holy mackerel. <laughs> Blew up. And, huh? and other media grabbing attention, including IPCPR and everybody, hearing from everybody. Um, I'm a guy that says what I mean. Uh, don't look at underlying things. What does he really mean by this? It's exactly what I say. There's no, um, you know, he's trying to say this. If I was trying to say it, I would just say it. Yeah. So if you know me, you know that's it. Um, and that's your final word now. It is. I, you I, know, how I, many shows can you go on? <laughs> and, and I don't, I don't want to hurt the organization. No. So the more I talk about it, it seems like the more I'm bashing them. And I don't want to no. bash them at all. So why don't we leave it alone and, and please, IPCPR, prove me wrong. Make the show fantastic and great, and I'll be the first one to say, wow, I got it wrong. You guys are rocking, and I hope I'm wrong, and we'll go from there. Um, so we'll, we'll see uh, if we can get Steve to talk about his cigar and tobacco and everything everybody loves him to, <laughs> as opposed to um, a show he's going to attend anyway. He's decided he's going, so good, and he can tell me all about it because I need some eyes and ears. 
uh, to tell right. me what's that, going that's on. That's the thing with Steve. You don't have to worry about him talking. It's just hard to control the topics. Right, right. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so I, I actually finished the Toscano Still Novo while we're talking, and I went on to the uh, Toscano Antico. Antico. Uh, the, what I had left of the Antico, because I'm going to show you the two half cigars that I smoked is a two-hour process. Yeah. I, you know, you take your time and you smoke the cigar. You get a lot of time out of this. Uh, let's go to break. When I come back, uh, as I said, I opened my big mouth last week on my thoughts of the trade show. I'm done talking about that. But uh, we'll hear more from our listeners about uh, what they're thinking and their questions uh, they have for the Cigar Authority. We're live at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet-like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. It's time to light that cigar and stay tuned. The Cigar Authority will be right back on the United Podcast Network. 
Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. This is Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And hello to Janine, who's listening. Yeah. She said she's she on there. She said, hi, Dave. Hi, Janine. <laughs> Uh, we're back. We're smoking the Toscano Antico, and uh, I just wrapped up the Toscano Still Novo, which I enjoyed very much. Uh, my new favorite when it comes to it, but nothing wrong with the Toscano Antico that I'm smoking. A little more barbecue-y, yeah. uh, mesquite type of barbecue it, taste to it. It's definitely a bolder flavor. Yeah, yeah. Um, boy, time is flying. Did, did we, you know, we're thinking, do we have enough? You know, when two people are missing, they're going to add to the show. Right. Uh, gonna, you got to be careful when you take a day off because you see how much you're needed or actually <laughs> how much you're not needed. So, uh, well, you know, it helped having Michael on. He's a good talker. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think we could have done it anyway. Yeah. No, absolutely. All right. Hit a mailbag. You want a mailbag? Sure. Well, I've got a mailbag All for right. you. Uh, this one is from. Patrick in Jacksonville, Alabama. He says, Mr. J, congrats on licking the toe of Satan. Yes, he did it. He did it. I got to give him credit where credit is due. I think you have definitely earned your man card back. Yeah, because he lost that a long time ago. Well, the ambulance thing at yeah. the very least. 
I hope you kept the $20. I heard Dave trying to weasel shame it back. I may send another. He kept it. And he did not buy me a drink. No? Because I said to him, well, buy me a drink tonight. We were doing an event, but he didn't. He said he may send another for big boy Barry Bellavo to test him. Save it, because he ain't going to do it. <laughs> he hasn't done it because he's a wuss and hasn't manned up to take the challenge himself. All kidding aside, I do enjoy the show and the interactions between all of you. Tell Dave the goal is 1,000 shows, not 500. I don't know about that. Uh, but okay, but so interesting that that was a Don Raphael offer for them to lick the tour of Satan. And, uh, and I have an offer for Mr. Jonathan. I don't think Barry's going to do it, but I think Mr. Jonathan could be pushed into this one also. Really? Because he thinks he's an athletic guy. Um, and he was as, as a younger man, mm -hmm. uh, but he's getting older now. And as we get older, it's not the same as it used to be. Yeah, I won't say he's elderly, but he's older. Older, and but he's a guy that um, you say to him, I don't think you'd do it, and that actually makes him do it. Um, so <laughs> right now it's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day, brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? So I'm going to say it to you, Ed Sullivan, because right. you're the only one here. Um, which I'll probably get a no. Maybe, who knows? Uh, but really, it's for Jonathan, and I know you're listening. Um, so Jonathan, or, or in this case, Ed Salavino, um, punch a cement patio block with your fist. Right. Knuckles down until it breaks. Hmm. So you, so put, it, you put it between two... Other These cinder are blocks like or the, something. The patio, patio ones blocks are, yeah. I don't know, a couple an inches. Inch. Yeah, whatever. Uh, no thanks. Punch it down. How much am I getting? 50 bucks. Oh, no. No, no. Could you think you could do it with your knuckles? You know, karate guys, they do it with a, with a board, right? And they go against the grain and they punch against the grain. But some people yeah. do it on a on a patio brick. I, I don't think I want to go there because I think part of the problem is people end up pulling back right before they, you, you do know, that and you're in trouble. You're in big trouble. Cause you got to yeah. go really through it. Yeah. You know, and you put a little cloth there so you don't scratch your hands up or something, but is your knuckle going to break? Yeah. I'm not doing that. No. Is Jonathan going to do it? He might think he can. I know a guy that'll do it. That's here. Really? Yeah. In our studio audience? Yes. Huh. Gary Marino, the barista, the guy that makes the coffee. You think he will do well, it? Well, again, back in the day, he would do it. But and he's a little older He's now, older, too. too. He's older, too, and he hasn't done it for years and years. But I'm looking at Gary smiling over there. He pumps his hand up. Yes. He will do it. Absolutely. He'll oh. absolutely do it. And I don't have a patio block with me. But can we do it next week? You'll come here next week and punch the patio block. He's saying yes. 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 I, but I think we give Mr. Jonathan first dibs. If he wants to do it, I, I'd almost rather see that. So we'll have to have two patio blocks in case yeah. he does it. Yeah. I think Unless he attempts sense. to do it. We, we might only need oh, one that's and true. a doctor. <laughs> we may need one and a doctor. Oh, you know, <laughs> even if he just hurts his hand, he's calling an ambulance. Right, right. All right, so we're going to do that next week. Oh, my God. We have a new camera, and this was part of it, that you can zoom out or zoom to the side or something. Sure, wherever we get set up, we can get a close-up of that. 
and punch the patio block with your fist, yeah. knuckles, and go right through the patio we block. We can see blocks breaking or bones shattering, whatever the result may be. It, it could we'll be a train it. it could be a train wreck. And uh, do you agree to hold the cigar authority, two guys and everything, not responsible for any problem that ends up happening? You get 50 bucks if you do it, but if you end up having a $200 hospital bill, we don't know about that. Take one for the team. Right, you hear so. that, Mr. Jonathan? He'll take one for the team, which is what I ask you to do sometimes when it's he, – he, he doesn't even eat a Twinkie when it becomes something simple like eat a Twinkie. So punch the cement patio block with your fist uh, next week. Oh, my gosh. Mr. Jonathan oh, will be set up to do Saka is here, too. You could put the offer out to him. He can do it, too. 50 bucks. Uh, I'll pay every one of them 50 Be bucks. Better get three patio blocks. <laughs> I don't Make think, a note. I don't think we have to worry. I think one's going to do it, but you think? two just in case. If Jonathan does it, we don't even, Gary doesn't even have to do it. He, right. He's hearing right now that Gary's willing to do it. But yeah. Yeah, and you're supplying the patio block. We don't want any nonsense going on. Yeah. no. Don't uh, send Mr. Jonathan to get it. Right, right. All right, so we're going to do that next All week. All right, I'm so, looking forward so, to so it. So that'll be fun or a nightmare. How will that turn out? I don't know. Uh, all right, let's go to the classic three-way. There's only one person here. I'd like to do a classic three-way with just you, Ed Sullivan. All right, I can be three people. All right, let's do it. You've heard of... Epic Rap Battles. But now it's time for the Epic Battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown and nutty overtones. That's Undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com That's twoguyscigars.com Celebrate today with a classic cigar. All right, today's July 13th. I have five questions and one tiebreaker. All right. <laughs> Harrison Ford is an American actor. He gained worldwide fame for his starring role as Han Solo in Star Wars series, along with Indiana Jones. Uh, five of his movies uh, were the 30 top grossing movies of all time at the U.S. box office. Harrison Ford was born today. What year? 1945. 1945 is over. 1942 oh. is the answer. 1942. So who gets the point? No one? I'll get the point. All right. You it's get 1942. the point. <laughs> Robert Crane was an American actor. Drummer, radio host, disc jockey, best known for his starring role in the CBS sitcom comedy Hogan's Heroes. Colonel Hogan, born today, what year? 1931. 31 is over. I had 28. Oh, 28 <laughs> is correct. 28 <laughs> so is So you got four points so far? I have four so far. Four <laughs> to zero. Um, 
Richard Cheech Martin is an American stand-up comedian, actor, voice actor, writer, and activist who gained recognition as part of the comedy act Cheech and Chong with Tommy Chong. Cheech Martin was born today. What year? 1943. I have 46 for two points. Huh. Dave gets six points. At least I wasn't over. <laughs> you weren't over. It happened this day. Frank Sinatra makes his recording debut what year? 1951. It was actually 1939. Whoa, he's old. It was well, from, the, from the bottom of my heart. It was called, and it was issued on a 78 single on Brunswick label. Um, this was Frank Sinatra, first commercial release, 1939. And I got two more points for it. I got eight points. Eight to zero. We shouldn't even go any further than this. I can't win now, right? You can't. It's eight to zero. If you get the last two in the tiebreaker, you don't even hit. So. So that's it. That is it. That I is feel it. as if maybe you studied. Um, I, I do study for these. <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I look every day to see whose birthday it is and all that stuff. So uh, that's the yeah. classic. Three-way. I feel like I had no chance. You didn't. All right. You didn't. But thanks for playing our game anyway. The next game we have to play after the show is the after show. And the after show this week will not include Mr. Jonathan and Barry. It's Wednesday's show that you'll hear, oh, but boy. there's no Mr. Jonathan, no Barry. Oh. So we're going to have to do the after show by itself. But what I have here is a survey that was done, um, the 2019 retailer survey. They retail, they asked uh, 173 brick-and-mortar retailers across the United States about uh, market trends and what's selling and things like that in cigar stores. It's interesting, uh, I think, and we'll talk about it on the after show. But uh, that is it for this show. Well, last chance here on the Toscano Antico and the new Toscano Still, Still Novo. Um, I would smoke either and be happy with them. That's it. Yeah. It's it's a nice little thing to have, right? Yeah. No humidifying required. Throw a couple in the glove compartment. You'll be so happy you did. It's not a regular one for me, but I I do go to it on yeah. the right occasions, and I do have some in the glove compartment. It, it was so good when we had nothing, oh, right? It boy. Was so, and, and not to say it, it's better than nothing. It's better than no. that. Um, but, but it was like a miracle for us. Yes, it was. <laughs> and you literally can cut it in half with your fingers if you had to. We did it. We did it. We have video evidence. And it worked. And it was great. And it was great. <laughs> there we go. So that's it. That's uh, a show without Mr. Jonathan Barry. But they'll be back um, next week along with Steve Saka from Dunbot and Tobacco and Trust. And uh, he has always plenty to say. So uh, we won't have to prepare too many notes as we did today. We were too prepared. Uh, we have lots more to go. But we'll get to some of that in the after show. Uh, we'll hear... Um, Steve's opinions on everything, including his new cigar, Sober Mesa Brulee. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And for a change, you've learned a lot in the past two hours. But one more thing to learn, keep the lit end out of your ass. <laughs> The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.